Welcome to the Stephen Felt Experience. Sharing all of his experiences on his journey of marketing, entrepreneurship, life, and taking action. Giving you advice, tips, and interviews with entrepreneurs just like you. This is the Stephen Felt Experience. My experience is your experience. Experience, 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 experience. In the studio, I've got the king of real estate in the North Shore, Mr. Wayne Turner. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you, Steve. Glad to be here, bud. Man, I'm super excited to have you on. We've been talking about this for a while, but getting you on the podcast because, uh, you know, you and I kind of come, come to the same school of marketing as far as, you know, create awareness, create attention, yeah. grow your business, um, right. get outside the box of doing the normal things that, you know, maybe some real estate agents do. You got you do a lot of content on social media. Yeah, exactly. let's, let's Let's talk about, first off, how you got into real estate and how you started your company. Uh, I got into real estate when I was 24 years old. I, um, I was helping my, my uncle clean pools and uh, the people's houses. He's a retired uh, fireman, and he started cleaning pools, and I was helping him clean pools during the day. And I noticed that there was nice houses, nice cars, swimming pools, and I seen for sale signs in the backs and the sides of these people's yards. And I ask, I would ask him like, "What do these people do? What do these people do?" Because I'm, <laughs> right, you know, I'm right. 23, 24 years old. I'm like, right. "What do these people do?" You know, because I'm working at the time. I'm working at Peterbilt Motors as an electrician on an assembly line. I'm like, you know, I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Right. And uh, I thought, well, how hard can real estate be? And then six weeks later, I was a independent contractor. That was it, man. <laughs> and you do now. When was this? Uh, that was in 1996. 1996. Yeah, 23 so you, years ago. You've been in the game for a while. Yeah. You've seen it, the ups, the highs, the lows. Man, I've done it every which way, uh, from door knocking to code calling, newspaper ads, postcards, TV, radio, you name it. You name uh, it? I've done it. Awesome. Yeah. And so let's talk about where people can find you online. So your website's? Pretty easy. If you want to go to the, you can go to YouTube channel, Wayne Turner TV. Uh, you can go to websites, wayneturner.com. Uh, Google my name. You'll see uh, my company's Turner Real Estate Group. We mm -hmm. sell a couple hundred houses a year. Um, I, I tell people we're really, we're not a uh, traditional real estate company in the fact that we have a whole bunch of real estate agents and hope that they go out and sell real estate. It's actually me and a few others that list property and put those homes on the market. And then we bring those back and then we have um, administrative staff members that help us with all the back end, the technology, social media, ads, promotions, videos, that sort of thing. And then we have seven real estate agents and all those real estate agents do is all they do is show property write contracts negotiate those contracts for the client mm -hmm. and then from there they hand it back into the office they go do it again and we tell them when to show up for closing so we have a wow. system of plan and a process so it's it's a real estate company it's a brokerage if you will but we have a brick and mortar place uh, our main office is in mandeville right there at the base of the causeway you got moving trucks if you've coming in and off the causeway you've seen um, our moving trucks. I've so. seen your face on a few vans, man. Yeah. You're out there, man. You're out there <laughs> doing the hustle, man. I love it, man. But that's what it takes today. I mean, in order to be successful, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. You know, you're super successful, you know? And so, well, I wanted you to have on the, come on the show today was because, you know, talk about marketing in today in this, in this crazy world that we live in, yep. you know, how it changes so fast. Um, and in your business, obviously like, you know, real estate and, you know, you can read the trades and whatnot. Maybe some people aren't as like, you're in it every single day. Right. Like, so, you know, is this a time to buy? This is a time to sell. Yeah. Like so, right. we're right now we're in we're, we're recording this into mm -hmm. into mid September. Mm -hmm. So, the market right now, buyers market, sellers market. What's 
Definitely a, a seller's market. I haven't seen it. I haven't been this busy in a September in a long, long, long time. I'm, I'm like 14 years. Wow. Yeah. And, and the rates are, uh, and, and the, you know, ironically, we just happen to be in here, but they're probably going to go down again today. Right now, they're at like 3.9, 3.95. Wow. Um, and, and if anybody's listening to this and you're older, I, I've been selling real estate for 23 years. It was at 8% when I first got my license. It's mm-hmm. never been any higher than that. I remember when it went to six and a half, I was like, they're giving away money. It's right. like really free. Like right. It's pretty crazy. And now to think you can get a 30-year fixed rate. So here, here's something to think about. If you bought a $200,000 house at, at um, $200,000 home at 8%, this is how interest rates affect values. $200,000 house at 8%, you're going to price a lot of people out of the market because your mortgage payment is going to literally be $2,000 a month. And it's not. So $200,000 house now, today, right, right. 1200 bucks a month. That's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Some people, too, look at as far as that are, and, and we, you know, we've done content uh, with you guys in the past, but talk about as far as cheaper to own than rent. Oh, it's a no-brainer. Now, well, here's, here's what is really fascinating. And I have real estate agents call me. I get one, at least one phone call a week from a real estate agent, and they go, how is it, what is it about this uh, zero down program or this $500 and you can buy this house because we put that on a lot of our properties, not all of our properties, but about 60% of the homes that we place on the market, they fall within that. So I have real estate agents that are not educated to the market. And that's what we're trying to do with videos, not only just educate consumers, but educate real estate agents to let them know there's programs out there that um, one in particular is called a CAFA grant. And they're basically giving you the down payment money. You just pay it back in a higher rate. So instead of your rate being 3.93, it'll be 4.93. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the numbers, look at the math, you could pull eight grand, seven grand out of your pocket. The difference in your mortgage payment is going to be maybe $125 a month. Yeah. But if you divide that 125 into the 8,000, it's going to take you about six years to pay yourself back if you used your own money. And by that time, you're going to be moving on to another property anyway. Yeah. And you don't have to be a first-time home buyer. So I, I just tell everybody, that's what we try to do is we try to sit down. We've got great lenders. Of course, you can use anyone. But um, we kind of counsel you and work with you and tell you, here's your options, and you can just pick one that's the best for yeah, you. Yeah, you can tell, man. You know your stuff, man. Like, and that's like for me running a business. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I come to you as far as the expert. You know, it's like that's, I mean, you, you're throwing out numbers to your left and right. Like, that's who you guys, you guys need to go with some of that professional like Wayne because, mm-hmm. you know, not, not all real estate agents are really created equal. I mean, your knowledge that you have is incredible. Well, and, and like, you, like you know, but but you study the markets. Like I've seen your content. Like you're you're in there. You're studying the market. You're yeah. studying, um, you know, all the information because, um, you know, as a as a, you know, it's not just like consumers today. They think they can go download an app, find a house, and that's it's that easy. Mm-hmm. You know, like how has that maybe changed your industry as far as the technology and the information that the consumer has today? Well, here's what I've discovered. There's a lot of information out there, and there's kind of a joke going around a couple of years ago. So, well, if it's on the Internet, it must be true, right? But right. unfortunately, we get to the point where it's content overload. So you're like, well, what is the correct way? What is the right way? I met with a young lady the other day, and she was uh, saying, should I short sell my house? Should I not short sell? What's a short sale? How does that work? I read a bunch of stuff online. So I was able to tell her the ins and outs specific black and white. So that's why I'm excited about, you know, social media and video and channels like YouTube that I can physically share with people and educate not only consumers but also real estate agents so they in return can give more consumers more sure. accurate data. Absolutely, man. You know? Absolutely. So if someone's in the market to, you know, list their house, buy a house, obviously they can follow you on social media, right, which you're yeah. very active on, yeah. Instagram, 
Yeah, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook. Which one you like better, man? Um, I, I like uh, man, I like both. I, I like Facebook is really cool. Um, we do a lot of Facebook ads, Facebook marketing, that sort of thing, educating people. Uh, Instagram is great for photographs, pictures, images. We do 60-second videos there. Um, and uh, LinkedIn is kind of up mm-hmm. and coming. More and more people are getting a lot, of, lot more uh, organic reach, if you will, from, from LinkedIn. Yeah, which is more of a business uh, social right. media platform, right. you know, and I think most people try to, if, if they're going to be a little bit more serious in their topics, they're starting to put more content on LinkedIn, you know, because that's kind of where those business professionals really are. And you kind of get away from all the, the yeah. politics and all that type of stuff on well, Facebook. It's to be think, a little crazy. Well, you have to think, too, that a lot of people that own businesses, I mean, if you're listening to this, regardless of your community, if you're in Portland, Oregon or Atlanta, Georgia, wherever it may be, Nashville, Tennessee, my hometown, regardless of where you're from or where you are, there's small businesses everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's what's really cool about LinkedIn is, and more and more business owners are on LinkedIn and kind of using that as kind of, so it's a really cool gateway, if you will, to get to know the other business owners within your community. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And now I'm excited to have you on, on, on our podcast, but you also have your own podcast as well. Yes. Right. Yes. Which they can find that's on iTunes. iTunes, and- yeah, they can download on iTunes and We've called it the Daily Reel, so it's basically like a reel. Like I like a reel, that. All record right. Record it. Right. But it's R-E-A-L for real estate. Right. So, yeah, we're just now kind of getting that up and cranking. Everybody says do a podcast, and we figured, okay, well, why not? <laughs> Man, I'm going to tell you what. we've had. So I've had my podcast. I think we've rebooted my podcast probably three different times. And this time, every time I say I'm going to go all in on it, I'm going to start pushing more content, having more guests on. And then, you know, business gets in the way. But, like, I'm tired of the excuses I've been making for myself. Like, yeah, we have been busy. The company has been growing on our side. But having guests like you to come on and share your knowledge, you're um, obviously an industry expert, you know, entrepreneur. You've been in the game for 20 plus years mm-hmm. um, running a business, you know, so I'm super excited to have you as part of like, you know, uh, this experience because I can learn a lot from you running a business. I mean, we're right at almost two years in with my company um, and doing marketing and things just change so fast. And I think the big thing about podcasting is, is to be able to have the ability to just come in. You know, we're going to drop this on YouTube, drop it on Facebook as well, a video format, but also have that audio that we can distribute the content, not just on one channel. And that's right. what social media has done for your business, which I'm sure you've seen a lift um, just by doing oh, your yeah. own content. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a it's no-brainer. I mean, not only with w- one thing that we're – it's one of those things where, like you, we put our clients first. We, we put yeah. business first. We pick work for, for you know first, and we want to educate people and do this. but um if people that are out there listening it's like we just have to be extremely tight on your time right and you have to be committed like absolutely pig-headed determination you oh, know yeah. where this day this time it's got to be done this way and no interruptions you know yeah we're do- we're gonna do it and i, and I yeah. keep i keep saying we're gonna do it <laughs> but i'm i'm being dead serious oh, this time i've got i've got Lori, my office manager like we have it lined up we already have you obviously you know i'm so glad that we reconnected to get you on the show because um, we've been talking about it for a while, you know, but you're super busy running your company. I've been out of town back and forth. A lot of things happening, but you're here, you're in the studio. And so what I want to ask you a, a couple of questions sure. on my side as far as running a business, right? So obviously, like I said, we're almost two years into my company. What are some of the, ch- what are some of the challenges that you faced early on in business that um, from a perspective of pivoting? So like you were going one direction in your business and then you you made the the pivot to something different. Was did something happen or a big change in your company that decided you to to adapt and grow, or did you have a focus on one goal and you stayed 
on that path? Well, I, I've had a focus on one goal, but for me, it was a matter of um, I simply made a list of everything that I hated doing. <laughs> okay. And All I, right. I hired. You hire your weakness. <laughs> you hire your weakness. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, yeah. you know, and, and so I love being organized, but uh, you get to running and pulled in nine different directions. And I, and I call it the God of minutes, you know, and it's like the more people you hire, the more God of minutes you get. You right. know? So then you have to really start. Uh, we just brought in a couple of interns and they're having a good time and doing a lot of SEO stuff for us. And, but anytime you bring on new people, it's, you, you get the God of minutes and Hey, Mr. Wayne, and can I have, you know, what's this? And, yeah. And uh, but it's it's a matter of, you know, my, like my wife says, she's like, close the door. I'm like, well, right. I like an open end line, but clo- just, just physically close, close the door. door. Yeah. And just tell them, look, just just give me a couple of hours, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think my biggest distraction is the monitor uh, connected to my computer in front of me. Because okay. I end up, you know, I, I've got this. I bought one of these new huge LG monitors, 34 inch, and you can do a split screen with them. So you can right. have up to eight screens. So okay. you don't have to do a monitor. But, uh, man, I have squirrel syndrome. You know, it's like. You go down the rabbit holes? Oh, dude, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, 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 I think it's fascinating. A, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs, a lot of them are that way because they can't get it I'm, done fast enough. I'm going to tell you what. So, I'll, so you know, how obviously YouTube takes you down rabbit holes. That you know, oh, you'll yeah. look at a video. Next thing you know, you're looking at this other video. You're looking at Jeeps. And I you think the with craziest yeah. rabbit hole I got down to was a video I saw on YouTube was, could we survive today with dinosaurs? <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, why am I watching this? But like, mm-hmm. this is so fast. Like, could we survive mm-hmm. living with dinosaurs? And don't get me wrong. We all have to have an out, you know, uh, I'm one of these people that I'll go to bed and, and I'll wake up at two o'clock in the morning and then I'm literally posting on. So if right. a lot of my posts that, that I'm doing myself are between two and three o'clock in the morning. Of course. So, yeah. yeah, that's how I started that my business, man. Too. I was, I was, I was. I had this itch. I wanted to get out and do my own marketing company, and, and it was like I could not go to sleep. And I was up working on my business from like midnight to three or four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I just could not put it down. And now it's like now I'm in it, and I think that's kind of the biggest challenge I'm having right now is is working in the business versus working on the business, mm-hmm. right? So I've been so obviously, and we're client service based, right? Mm-hmm. So we put our clients first, right? You know, but right. uh, but then I've I've, I've also heard um, other entrepreneurs and CEOs tell me, look, man, but you got to also treat yourself as your number one client. Because mm-hmm. if you don't start working on your brand and your business, then ultimately, you know, because a lot of clients look us up. They go to our social media and see what we're doing. Absolutely. You know, so if you're going to be a social media marketing company, you've got to have content. You've got to kind of take your own medicine. And so we're really starting to focus more on that um, and balancing off. And that's why I've kind of expanded my team because I could not do it all. I was trying to do everything myself, you know, and I learned very quickly that, you know, when you start hiring your weakness, you get more things done. You know, it's funny that you said that, but you know, it's it's fascinating because it's hard to hire. It's hard to find people, and then for me, and if, it's hard to find people that truly know this this marketing stuff. It's yeah. so new, and I find that they typically be the the younger demographic of people. But for me, um, for me, it's a matter of, like you said, prioritizing your time. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, doing what you least like to do, um, doing what, you know, putting the customer first, but allocating time throughout the day, Yeah. you know, for back on the business. Because it's so funny what you said. If if um, somebody were to call on me and say, hey, we'd like to have the opportunity, I'd like to share with you some of the stuff that we're doing with, with our clients to market. Well, it's funny. Some people wouldn't go to your platforms at all. Mm-hmm. They're just baseline. Think about it. They're baseline, old school. They're used to doing newspaper and postcards and billboards or whatever it may be. And then 
you have another level up to be like, oh, well, if he's going to do mine and I get all this, I'm kind of seeing it. So let me go to his Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Let me go to his. And it's happened to me because I have sure. people reach out to me on the Internet all the time mm-hmm. from all over the country. And I go to their Facebook and their YouTube and I'm like, dude, your stuff is not even formatted for Facebook. <laughs> right, like, right, right. Like literally you can Google the size to put on your banner at the top and like that sort of thing. And so you have to have that. But, um, you know, it, it's it's like uh, – yeah, it's a double-edged sword. It really is. Because you got to spend your time doing, sure. you know, wild stuff without having to feel like you're bragging and promoting yourself too yeah. much. But, but I, if I think you get the attention, you got to yeah. get the attention for sure. Yeah. Like, and we, we've, we've gotten clients just by doing content on social media that they've seen what we do. And, and you know, if you're out there listening and, you know, you may not need our services, you may not need to list your house, but you may have a friend or a family member. Yeah. And the whole goal is when someone's thinking of real estate, they're thinking of Absolutely. the Turner Real Estate Group, uh, you know, and, so. And it, it, the thing that, the big shift for me was years ago, I began, <clears throat> it's, you know, you're in sales. And so here's what happens. If you don't build a brand and have an ma- image for yourself and make an image and become top of mind awareness, if you will, if you don't do that, I mean, we all, for example, we all have car dealerships that we know that we're aware of in all of our cities and communities. There's attorneys and they they do a lot of it because mm-hmm. regardless of what city or state you're in it's fascinating most people listening to this watching this you can see one you can think of the top of your head one or two or three attorneys that have billboards tvs radios they're the big ones you know mm-hmm. that are cranking out a bunch of this marketing and stuff but at the end of the day you it's all about reaching the people it's, and it's bringing value and that's what i like about the social media i like the video because for me the shift was when i i, I stopped you you can for example you can cold call all day long and mm-hmm. you will make sales you will get business um for every 125 to 140 cold calls that you make you'll get a potential buyer or seller that's mm-hmm. the numbers in the national association yep. of realtors i hate that dude i want my phone I to ring I want my phone rings i hate like, bothering people i hate people like people no. i always i learned this years ago people hate to be sold but they'll spend money all day long they love to so, buy People love to buy. They They don't want to be sold. They want to buy. And and in our line of work, it's service. So here's what I tell people. I was like, look, where is she going to list a $300,000 house and pay somebody $18,000? What else are you going to spend $18,000 on? Seriously, that is a service. Right. I mean, besides like putting a couple of central heat and air units in. Right. You know, I I mean, it's a service when you think about it. And even that's a commodity that makes you feel good because it heats and cool. But it's health care. That's about it. Right. So for me, when I'm... And we're both in the service business. I have mm-hmm. to really wow my my client, really wow the customer. Oh sure. But I think what it boils down to is just a matter of um, working as fast as we can. I heard a guy say this. He said, uh, I, "I you can work one day per day, two days per day, or three days per day." Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. You I gotta explain that, that to I me. I thought that was pretty cool. So the guy said, um, and it was Ed Milet who said, "Okay, this. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah." Ed. So Ed says, um, "Look him up. Great guy." So um, Ed Millett says, you can work 6 a.m. to noon, noon to 6, and 6 p.m. to 12. You can work up to three hours. Like, who set the clock and said you had to work eight? That's a good point. Like, really, realistically, if you really want to know, Henry Ford is the one that started the, the eight-hour shift eight because hour, he, yeah. wanted to pack, he wanted to pack three shifts in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight times three is 24, so right. that's what he did. Yeah, who's, before, who came up with the nine to five? That, like that's, before that, literally were people bankers? I don't know. I, I guess, I, yeah. I have no idea. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't mean to. But, but I found myself, and that was one of the biggest things that I struggled with when I was in corporate America, mm-hmm. was, you know, they thought because I wasn't there at 8.30 a.m. at my desk that I wasn't working. 
But yet they didn't see the hours I put in from six o'clock to midnight, mm-hmm. right? Because I never, I was always going. I was always going. Like I didn't punch a clock. I've been in commission sales my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Like I've never really like been on a salary punching a clock. Right. It wasn't, that's not how I'm wired. It's not what I want to do. You know, and like, and I'll work, you know, it's, um, you know, you, you'll work, you know, 10 times harder for yourself than you will yeah. for somebody yeah. else. And well, that's kind of why, why I looked at it where I started my, this entrepreneurship journey for me was because I had the passion and the focus on it that I just didn't want to work eight to five and really like limit myself, you know? Right. And so I think a lot of people look at it as, and look, there's some people that, like, I'm all about having a job. It's fine. Like I have nothing against people that want to get jobs, but to grow the business and to expand. And that's kind of where we are. Like, do we continue to expand out or do we just stay super tight and focused you know, heavier on, I'm going big, you know, you're, you're, you are. Yeah. And that's kind of, <laughs> and, we and, have, I, I, and every, go ahead. I've laughed, but here's yeah. my, here's my take on that. You make, you, you can make a really good profit when you're small and you can make a decent profit when you're, you're midsize. Right. And for me in real estate, if I do a hundred transactions a year, I'm having a good living, but a hundred transactions a year, I'm, I, you know, I have to pay my, my personal expenses and my life expenses. Then I have to sure. pay. So it's literally like two households, if you would. I have two right. electric bills, two two phone bills. Yeah. You know, I got $300 phone bill, internet bill, $2,000 office space. Like all that stuff adds up. Then you have employees, you have overhead. Oh, yeah. So at 100 transactions a year, I'm going to have to cut staff. Um, and I'm going to have to, uh, I'll make a decent uh, living. Right. Don't get me wrong. And I'm v- very blessed, very thankful. But I'm going to be working at that pace sure. until I retire. So, you know, I heard a guy say one time, he's like, yeah, man, I, I'm um, I'm lazy. I'm like, how are you lazy, dude? You're doing 350 <laughs> deals a year. How yeah. are you lazy? He right. goes, I'm lazy because I don't want to do just 100. I want to get to 350. So I'm spending all of my time on the business and none of my time in the business. I want to create systems, plans, process, and put people in right. place. Right. It, it's no different than... When uh, we've all been to the doctor and we've never met her, I, I've never met my doctor. Okay. Never met my doctor. I'm not going to say it. I have never met her. I, I see the nurse practitioners. I've been going to her for six years. Yeah. Never met the doctor. Wouldn't know her if she walked in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of the same way. Yeah. But they're great. Yeah. Everybody's great. The system's right. there. Right. The right. You go to an automobile dealership it's the same way. You're not going to meet the GM. You're not going to meet the owner. You're not going to meet the the guy that's going to work on your car, you're going to purchase the vehicle and you're going to get great service. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, 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 it is what it is. Yeah. Like no. I, every time I'm telling you, man, like I, I get this in my head. I'm like, look, I know what we're doing down here with our clients because I came from a traditional background. I came from television. That's, that's where I got my start. Yeah. Broadcast television. I see the money, the money being poured into broadcast TV and radio and, and just in this, just in my backyard, on the North Shore here in Slidell, Mandeville, even in New Orleans, there is so much opportunity. There are so many customers and clients that we can help by simply just getting us out there more to let them know that we even exist. Because that's our, I think that's kind of like obscurity is kind of our biggest challenge right now because we have been growing so fast, but yet we haven't really been getting loud on what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's kind of my point where if we start getting super loud is going to be able to to expand the team because well, we're going to need more people. Absolutely. And, and, and what's really is uh, I, the average consumer doesn't realize how expensive TV and radio is. Like like when they're listening to drive time radio, like 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 we've been advertising a little bit, 15-second spot on, on uh, a, a, a local news talk radio station, mm-hmm. right? It's $125 for 15 seconds. 
15 seconds. So you hear somebody talk for 15 seconds. Hey, this is Wayne Turner, guys and gals. You're thinking about buying and selling your house. Look, 125 bucks. Right. TV, you want to advertise on the news. So if you see somebody advertising on the news on a Sunday morning, WDSU, 200 bucks. 30 easily. Spot. Yeah. Yeah, easily. So. It, and we, we, we do place some TV for a couple of our clients who've got, they've got the money to have to spend them for call, just because oh, they have to it, spend the money. It, but it, my it point, works, though, is but social media works much better. So much yeah. better. And it's it, and cheaper than direct mail. I mean, I just had a friend of mine that spent sixteen grand on direct mail. He mailed 30,000 pieces of mail out. Beautiful piece. Um, and he's in another state. Beautiful piece. $16,000. 30,000. I mean, you think about it. It's 50 cents to mail it. But a lot of guys, but that goes back to like, they don't know what they don't know. Sure. Right. And so when we turn on an Instagram ad for one of our clients who reaches 3000 people for $25. And in 30 days, they go from 12 clients to 40. Yeah. Well, they, he literally, he, he, my client literally called me up. Like we started their ads three days ago. He called me up. They've been averaging 20, 25 patients a day. He called me and said, there's are 40 people in his clinic yesterday. And he's not even in his busy time of the year yet. You should send him a pair of roller skates. I need to, man. <laughs> I need to. Well, he, he's, he's like, I, and I told him, I said, man, you do not have to. See, here's the difference. Like Coca-Cola, McDonald's, Nike, Apple, they have to be the number one brand worldwide. Yeah. You just have to be a celebrity in your backyard. Dude, just be hyper-local. There's no Hyper-local. Hyper-local. And you do that by, by creating content, providing value, mm-hmm. providing a good service, being fair-priced, and, and get the client's results. And I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to, like, if you put in the time and the work and the effort, you're honest, you know, you, you provide a good service, you keep bringing value to your clients, you will be successful. That's, that's it. That's pretty much the name that's of the game. It. That's so. it. Do the right thing is doing the right thing and continue to put other people first and bring in value and... And, uh, and it took me a while to get over that, not so much to give the value, but I had the mindset, well, if I, if I put this content out there, if I put this information out there, then my competition is going to hear it, and then they're going to start doing it, and they're going to – and it's like, you'd be surprised. Most people just aren't willing to work as hard as I do. They're not. No, that, and that's the difference. That yeah. is the main difference. It's like, you know, if we start putting out there, like, what we're doing, like, you know, we, do, we have a lot of hacks that we do on the back end um, for social and for Facebook and Instagram and whatnot, and that, that our clients, you know, we don't want to – put it out there but at the same time we know our our, our competition is um well we don't really pay attention to the competition but i think at the end of the day it just comes down to just being being advanced being in front and um and we're gonna be doing more of the podcast and um i can't thank you enough man for coming on yeah, here Yeah, glad to be here you know hanging out and um and guys look if you want, like, want more about lane turner more about real estate go check them out online just google my name google wayne turner um, check them out, man. I really appreciate you coming down. My pleasure, man. Absolutely. Glad to be here, Steve. Once Thank again, so guys, much. my experience is your experience. Have a great day. See you.